Welcome back to Men Doing the Work by Alpha Rising, where we share inspiring conversations to help you be a better father, better leader, better husband, and be the man you were meant to be. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Module 8, Relationships, uh, in our Better Men series. This is a big one, obviously. It's why most people end up coming into this work in the first place, and for one way or another. And uh, it's a huge topic, something I'm very passionate about, something I have studied a lot in my time, and uh, I am very excited to share a little bit more about this with all of you. So in my course, I call this Relationships the Master Teacher. So why do I call it that? Why, are, why do we call it? a master teacher uh, essentially because relationships will challenge you more than anything else in your life especially your primary romantic relationship as I said is why a lot of guys end up coming to the work in the first place either because the relationship is on the rocks and they want to save it or they've broken up from their partner and they're like holy cow I need to look at my shit <laughs> or just they're wanting to show up better for the partner for their families you know a lot of guys end up being really good at going out and just focusing on themselves but it's it's a whole skill set that they don't really teach a lot of in school uh, about how to be a good partner how to be in relationship and how to use relationship like I mentioned earlier as a tool for your growth as a mirror for the things that aren't working in your life and are not that aren't working but the things that you want to work on more specifically so this is a big one uh, and when you take on this this lens of looking at relationships like a conscious relationship in this way seeing it as when you're on this path of growth when you can see relationships as a vehicle for growth they can be very very transformative they they can really open up a lot of stuff for you and they can teach you a lot about yourself because you know most relationships go through you know a certain arc and they're always quite fun and exciting in the beginning when it's new and it's fresh and you know everything is very novel and then to make a long-term relationship work, there usually becomes this phase where, you know, you go through the power struggle, you go through having to actually work on the relationship. And especially once you throw kids and all these things into the mix, it, it becomes quite challenging. You have to not just be lovers and be excited, but be a team and learn to communicate well, learn to express your emotions to each other and learn how to share with each other how to support each other better and how to show up better like there's so much that goes into it so we're going to touch on just a couple things here in in this module today this is obviously a big one and in every group i've ever run this is usually a pretty big theme of conversation throughout is just men's struggles in relationship and things that are going on in that realm again because you know, for men in particular, a lot of women tend to talk about this stuff more naturally. It's 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 you know it's on their minds. It's something that comes up whenever they're hanging out and, and talking is about relationships in in their lives. Whereas men, it's not as normal in the general setting. You know, if you're on a hockey team or you're just a bunch of boys chilling, hanging out, whatever. It's like it's not the norm to like dig into relationship things and talk about the stuff that's not working and get vulnerable. So again, when men's groups. The, the, this is a big piece of why it comes up so much in men's groups is because it's a safe space to talk about it. So um, anyway, we'll, we'll come back to that. But this idea of 
a conscious relationship, there's one central principle that I really feel ties a lot of it together, which is looking at the relationship as a garden, as a third entity, seeing that in a relationship there's you, there's your partner, and there's this third entity that is the relationship. And the more you treat it in that way, the more it can be actually become a separate thing that starts to support you, starts to feed you. If you're both working on the relationship, if you're both putting energy into it, you're both tending that garden, then the garden becomes something that ends up feeding you. Uh, but if you just don't pay attention to it at all, if you don't put time into it, weeds start to grow, you know, things start to die, uh, it becomes more of like a project that is a pain in your ass rather than something that's beautiful and abundant and, and kind of helping bring energy into your life. And it's pretty easy for this to happen, in especially in the long term, if you're not purposefully working on it, uh, especially if you're not having any of these conversations or doing any of this work. You know, two people inevitably are going to get pissed off at each other over time. And if, if you never talk about this stuff, if you never bring anything to light, it's really easy just to let those things grow and grow and grow and have resentment build and eventually they just end. Versus if you actually are willing to take the time and carve out the space and get the support to talk about the things that are going on, to to practice coming closer together, to practice connecting and, and learn ways of doing this better, learn more about your partner and how they want to be loved and all these things. It's, it, it can, it's night and day on what a relationship can be and, and how much energy it can bring into your life as a result. So uh, the uh, on this note of kind of conscious relating, uh, my wife and I actually originally connected in a conscious relationship training program. So we were, went through a three-month program together uh, that just brings up all of this stuff, doing a lot of shadow work, doing a lot of this deeper inner work in a container with a whole bunch of men and women all together. And so it was it was different than most, <laughs> I'd say. It was much more like upfront and honest and just like, here's me, here's all of my stuff. Like, I like you, you want to go on a date, basically. And, uh, and you know, very, not a lot of like games and kind of all that stuff from the beginning, which, which you know, has, has pros and cons, but it was, it was, I thought it was quite beautiful the way we got in because it was very, very boundaried and very like open and transparent. There was no deception. There was no, you know, wondering about all the different things. It was, it was very just open and easy and, and trusting and uh anyways um so it, it can be that for you as well and it doesn't have to start that way obviously but you can use a lot of these tools to improve your current relationship so you can show up better so you can use it as as i said a vehicle for growth and the big piece again so the the, the garden analogy is a big piece of this like not looking at you know you're not blaming your partner for things not kind of like looking at her as the problem but looking at you know your own effort that you are putting into the garden as the problem that you get to work on that you get to take responsibility for coming way back to the beginning you got to take responsibility for everything and you, you get only get to control yourself and how you're showing up so this is again this is a big theme the, the other one that i mentioned other earlier that i wanted to touch on here is this idea of using your relationship as a mirror so inevitably there's going to be things that piss you off about your partner there's going to be things that they do that just annoy you or get under your skin um, even small things over time if they're not addressed can lead to big frustrations so the the key 
shift here and how to make this work a little better for you is how do those things piss you off about yourself as opposed to about your partner mm -hmm. you know anything that annoys you about her like what what about you annoys you in that way you know if she's always like leaving a dish out on the counter or like not doing things she says she's going to do or like whatever the thing is what about that annoys you about yourself it's like do you have a way do you do that at times do you you know do you leave a mess behind you sometimes do you just like plow full steam ahead and expect people to clean up after you uh do you check out sometimes and just pick up your phone and start scrolling instead of connecting with your partner you know whatever it is that you know any sort of these little annoyances just really taking it as an opportunity to reflect on how you're doing that yourself and how that you know, if it annoys you about yourself at all. And then really take leadership in not just trying to make her change, but trying to change yourself and be the, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> be the change you want to see in the relationship. This is the idea. You have to lead. It's not up to her. It's not, if you want to have, you know, as long as that's the dynamic of the relationship and that's what you want to cultivate, it's important for you to, to be in the driver's seat the majority of the time you know and and just again not blame her for anything back to the beginning don't it's all your fault and while that might be triggering for some when you are willing to take that on it actually becomes quite freeing because you get to have control and you have power to change things that aren't working or that you aren't excited about in the relationship so if you can take on these little shifts and you know, really show up in that way, show up with this responsibility for making it what you want it to be and, and just seeing everything that comes up as an opportunity for learning more. It's going to be a very different whole relationship, basically. And a couple other things that I wanted to touch on that kind of tie into this, tying into as well what we talked about before with connecting powerfully, this idea of being present, of course, we already went into that quite a bit, but also the idea of holding space, which is a big one. You've probably heard this term thrown around a lot. I wanted to touch on it because it's a pretty important skill to learn as a guy in a relationship, especially if you're with a woman, which essentially just means, again, being present and calm and grounded in the face of her emotional storms. It's your ability to not snap, not react, you know things we've talked about already as well your ability to just be calm in the moment and and allow her to have her emotions hold the space for her to be able to let loose a little bit you know blow off some steam to cry to scream to be angry to whatever it is to allow and accept her emotions whenever we try to push them away or make her wrong for having them it usually doesn't go too well and it's usually going to just make things you know if you if you yell at someone for being angry it's going to make them more angry uh you know if you tell someone to stop crying they're just going to get more sad uh, and feel feel shame and all the things as well right so if you can just move towards your woman in those moments when when she's having an emotional storm and and be a calm safe loving presence and just hold that space for her to feel through whatever's going on it, you're going to get to the other side a lot quicker a and she's going to feel safe around you she's going to love you more and she's going to open up to you more and as long as it's not going into the realm of like abuse like if she's yelling 
you know, if she's like going over the top with aggressive behavior towards you, that's a different thing. You know, that it, you don't have to just be an emotional punching bag for your woman, you know, but if it's in more of a space of just letting it out, you know, letting out rage, letting screaming, letting out tears, letting herself feel and let the things go as opposed to wanting to hurt you, wanting to like, you know, make you suffer, make you feel what she's feeling. Uh, then this is a perfectly healthy thing to do. And, and like I said, it, it can be really beneficial for the relationship. Um, personally, again, as being a breathwork facilitator, I've often, you know, if my partner is going through something or like feeling super anxious or feeling a lot of feels that need to move, you know, I'll often suggest to just have her lie down, put on some music and, and, and do a little mini breathwork session for her so that she can just drop in and feel all the stuff and let it out. And it can be so helpful for your partner to be able to be guided in this way because, again, uh, we talked about this earlier, but like when your emotions are engaged and like when your your emotions are online, your brain often goes offline. <laughs> so she's not in a rational, logical state when she's having a huge flare-up of, of anger or sadness or any of the feels. So for you to be able to step into the lead and, and be that mountain for her to, and, and lead her through just expressing them and getting them out of her, like moving them through her system, it's going to go a long way in the longevity of your relationship and having her come back to feeling good uh, that much more quickly and, and lovingly as opposed to spiraling things out into you know, and making them worse, adding in shame or more resentment or more anger or whatever it is you're dealing with. So that is a big one to like practice in your own relationship. And, you know, again, just taking responsibility, bringing it back to that, taking responsibility for how you're showing up in the relationship and not making it about her, but making it about you and what you have to learn through being in it. And, you know, even if it seems like it's all her fault, you still chose her at some point <laughs> and continue to choose her by staying in the relationship. So at the very least, you can take responsibility for that and, and you know, go to work on what you can do to improve things, what you can do to make the garden thrive and, and make your relationship something that, that again, feeds you and, and gives you energy and, and safety, security and love and all the things. And, uh, but again, coming back from blaming to really being in that ownership in that responsibility for making it thrive is, is one of the biggest pieces of the whole thing so that's a, a last little kind of sprinkling um on the end uh, another mindset piece to take on this is obviously a massive topic with so many books written and so many you know little bits and pieces um but there's this mindset around really being of service to your partner and letting go of the scoreboard of like I did this much or I did you know like she should be pulling more weight or whatever it's like we often as men don't need as much sleep have more capacity have more strength <laughs> in general so it's like why not do more you know like your woman doesn't owe you anything by being in relationship with you so if you can you know just be take on this mindset of being of service to her again for the garden and like just put in more fucking work, help her out, do cleaning, do things around the house when you have time, when you have energy, uh, and even when you don't have energy, as long as you have time, do it. Uh, and, and, and also with your words, being kind, being loving, doing your best not to say mean things 
especially out of anger, you know, doing your best to give compliments, to give into the relationship, to to invest energy into that garden. Again, uh, the more you do, the, the stronger it's going to be, the more it's going to thrive, and the happier you will be in it because when you do all of these things, if your woman has a super amazing, strong garden of a relationship, then she's going to show up a lot differently. She's going to be a lot more calm. She's going to be a lot more loving. She's going to be a lot, she's going to feel a lot safer. And, and in turn, when she's in that state, she's going to be that much easier and more fun to be around. And she's going to become a better partner through having this garden that's thriving that much. And she'll be inspired to follow your lead to invest into the garden as well. She'll be more likely to want to do things for you. And again, in that energy of putting things into the garden of the relationship. But again, you can't just blame her for not doing enough and and yell at her or be resentful of her. You need to lead in this capacity and really just take a stand for showing up as, as amazingly as you can and putting as much as you can into the relationship. And again, just owning, 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 owning your role in that. It's, it's such a big piece. Obviously, that's why we start the whole program off with that. And, uh, and it's a tricky one. It's hard in relationships sometimes, especially when you're tired, especially when, you know, if there's stress in the household, there's all sorts of things that can impact this. But really just doing your best to, to, to be that mountain to be strong to be solid to be grounded for her help her feel safe and and keep investing your time into the garden uh, keep investing energy into helping it thrive pulling out the weeds doing counseling doing some work together joining a group having a place that you can talk about the things that are going on for you outside of just with her these are all things that you get to do to make sure that garden thrives Uh, so I could keep talking about this for hours, but that's a brief overview with a couple little pieces that you can take on and work with yourself and try implementing in your own relationship. Uh, And as always, if you want to go deeper on these, we have our accountability group, which will light some fire under your ass to take some action specifically on this. We also have our Better Men group program, which also includes the accountability group that's a part of the group program too. Uh, so, and we've got my one-on-one stuff as well. So if you want to get better at feeling yourself and moving through your emotions, you know, having better emotional control, having a place to dig in and talk about the stuff that's going on, process your own things so that you can show up more solidly for her and for your family. You know, we've got lots of that options. Details are in the show notes. Uh, happy to hop on a call and, and see what would be a good fit for you if you're interested. And uh, other than that, Thank you again for watching. As always, uh, it's a pleasure. I'm very grateful that you spent your time taking this in. I hope it's been of service to you. And we'll see you on the next episode of Men Doing the Work.